Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. Final hour on this Wednesday up over the hump on the first day of summer. Feels like it's been here a while already, but uh, the searing heat continues. Dangerous heat. Be careful. Bucky survived 18 holes at Roy Kaiser Municipal Country Club. Shot uh... 4150. Yeah, I know. It tells you you will wear down. Oh, that's on. Undet- I mean, how it just you wears not? you down. If you're going to play the eight, how are you feeling about it? About 14 holes in. Right, that's about the time where it started to. You know, you're already wet. I mean, you're just you're sweating through everything, but you're hydrating. You're you're worried about how much more can you drink, you know. And plus, water. Plus that thick dog that I ate before I went out there. You had the uh, Roy Kaiser dog, and I'm glad I did. By the way, I'm glad of that. That is that is a <laughs> tasty. It had some girth. It had girth to it too. It wasn't just a long dog. It had girth to it with mustard and relish. That was in a good bun too. He good stuff. All right. A little mustard and relish. I would have probably not done relish. Mustard. Relish. Sure. You think the relish is what got me at I'm, 14? I'm a ketchup only guy. Ketchup on a hot dog. Yeah, just ketchup on a hot dog. It's all mustard all the time. All that's, mustard. That's like, that's like a nine-year-old does. Here, can I have some ketchup? Ketchup goes on french fries. You've been fries. doing that forever? Ketchup goes on fries. I used to eat uh, cheese hot dogs. That's literally when I was probably ages Oh, like the, five, the internal cheese? Probably the internal cheese. I got five it. to 11, I, probably two meals a day were cheese hot dogs ramen with with ketchup ketchup okay no see if i'm just going all out i it's mean not as bad as patrick mahomes putting ketchup on a steak no can't happen no 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 i i will i will do i will do the just i like relish and i actually do like onions and then mustard but i never put it i've never put ketchup on a hot dog that just doesn't seem right with you, with you on that. Occasionally no. on a hamburger, I'll throw some. Uh, oh, I do that. Some yeah, for ketchup sure. and mustard with some pickles. But Except no, I've, for gotten, here. I've, I've actually hey. changed that to mustard, a little mayonnaise, and some pickles. Except for nobody can get over the fact that if I ask for my, they always seem to want to put pickles tie on our hamburgers or anything. I don't want pickle. I want pickles or a side. They don't go on Ooh, it's the pretty product. good with mustard. Oh, yeah. No. See, I just like cheese and ketchup on my burger, too. But I love pickles as a side, too. Like, really good dill pickles. Oh, yeah. On the, oh, please, on the so side. Fried but not, pickles? No, uh, I like a fried pickles. Mm, yeah. But chips, not spears. How about this? There's a there's a place in Buda called Brooklyn's, and they serve fried green tomatoes. Those are good. Pretty good. Never had one of those before. Fried, mm-hmm. fried uh, mushrooms, too. That's good stuff. Yeah, in Brooklyn's, they make a fry, like a, like a BLT, but it's with fried green tomatoes. Mm. That's a favorite. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> now I'm hungry. <laughs> now, yeah, exactly. Nine oh eight, time to eat. Okay, so uh, we'll get to some Longhorn conversation coming up. Also, several people weighing in on the Specs text line on the missing vessel in the North Atlantic Sea. 
Uh, Lamar says, sometimes rich people's explorations don't end well. Yeah, but play you don't want anybody game. to die. Well, no I one's mean, saying that. You know? but it says, play stupid game, win stupid prizes. The sub is controlled by a video game controller you can buy off the shelf, not even a certified watercraft. Yes, I mean, the more you learn about this, you're more like, well, oh, these guys are crazy. Yeah, where was the preparation? Really? Now, they've done because it before, they've done it before, yeah. Not saying they deserve anything. It's just, it's just, and this is why, again, I mean, the, the, the search and, and rescue, I mean, that costs a lot of, of, of funds. And it's dangerous. And it's dangerous for whoever's searching and rescuing. And it's, it's kind of, I mean, yeah, rich people do things to be daredevils and skydive and climb mountains and, you know, what was it? And so uh, do dumb people. Well, dumb people don't always be able to afford to do those kind Not of things. Not that thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, dumb, dumb people do dumb things, but doesn't mean they're dumb. They they they're you know pushing the limits and exploring and let's hope that look if they if they find them that would be unbelievable. That the more I read about this and I think the more all of us see it, if they if they if they ever find the vessel, whether they're dead or alive, Buck, it will be amazing. I mean, it's the ultimate needle in a haystack conversation. And the current's got to move that thing all kinds of places. Oh, yeah. it's Yeah, so it's not just a sitting. Now, unless no. it's stuck to the wreckage of the Titanic, which apparently, I mean, I don't, like, they're early on, they're like, well, I wonder if it got, got down there and got stuck and it's attached to something. And I think they could find that. But uh, that story will continue to... Uh, to move forward. i uh, got to give some credit to our good buddy. Always love giving credit to our buddy Kirk Bowles over at the Austin American Statesman. He's got his column out today, uh, the Nine Things column that he does. And I thought that he's got some pretty interesting stuff in there that, that is newsworthy. That uh, He talked to David Pierce, the Longhorn head baseball coach, who believes it's uh, still hopeful that pitchers Lucas Gordon and LeBaron Johnson Jr., even star right fielder Dylan Campbell, might return for the team for next season. But he admits that... Um, just wishful thinking. Probably wishful thinking. Yeah. But he, you know, he said, and uh, Kirk reports that um, somebody he talked to regarding LeBaron Johnson Jr. says they project him as the highest draftee of the Longhorns, probably in the first three rounds second or third round kind of player, and that Campbell, Dylan Campbell and Lucas Gordon probably go between rounds three and six. Uh, and he mentioned that Dylan Campbell maybe, maybe could use um, you know, could use another year, but it may benefit him if he's going to be a sixth-round pick. Could he come back, work on his plate discipline even more, build his body and, and go higher, or likely off to play Major League Baseball? Uh, so those are your three most draft-eligible. Uh, also, uh, Kirk in his column wrote about uh, Chris Del Conte. He talked to Chris and CDC, and he asked about his reaction to the uh, the, the the discovery last Wednesday that the first A and M Texas Texas A and M game will be at Kyle Field in 2024. And how about this one from CDC, who by the way had a birthday this week? Happy birthday to Chris Del Conte. Uh, it says where we play was never a concern for me. We'll play them on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Play in the parking lot, as you you have always said. All Buck. right, but. Um, the question then becomes, where on the schedule will it fall? Um, you know, where where should it fall? And according to, uh, you know, Kirk Bowles believes it should go back to Thanksgiving weekend. I do, too. At the end of the year. Uh, Athletic Director Ross Bjork of Texas A&M told Kirk that um, they expect to know the, uh, the, the the schedule time sometime in August or September. He uh, he also would like to see that later in the year. That would be, I think we'd all want to see that in Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because you know in 2024 you're already playing at Michigan in the non-conference. So you don't want it to be – because there have been some, including – I don't just, want that early stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it likely falls back. If you're bringing this thing back for the traditions and the rivalries, you're going to play Oklahoma and Dallas in early October, first Saturday in October. You're going to play A&M 
you know, that, that Thanksgiving weekend, as close to that as you can. And then, you know, we'll put Arkansas somewhere in the middle. You're going to play Michigan in the beginning of the year. It's a hell of a schedule. you got Florida and Georgia in there as well. Uh, let's go. Let's get this thing. Right? Yeah, I just like the fact that he said, I don't care where we play it. I don't care where we play it. I mean, and when we play it. Play them on a Monday. But, I, you know, because that question will come. It's a, it's a conference game. You're back. It's important. Could you do it on, you, you know, because there's the opportunity that it could be like on a Thursday night. The kickoff, like a kickoff classic kind of deal? Well, we, we talked about that when it was going to be a non-conference game, when they weren't in the same conference, if they would ever agree to play it again. I had argued that maybe play it that Labor Day weekend, you know, all the summer of hype to get it ready. But as a conference game, you wouldn't want to do that. Uh, you'd want to. You want no, to, you want you want you want rice early. Yeah, that's uh, what you want. Yeah, um, but so you know, but but again, you know, the, the question of Thursday, Friday, Saturday coming. Do you want to play it on a short week, leading into Thanksgiving? Would you rather play it on a full week of, of preparation or on a Friday? Uh, SEC will make that determination coming up. So. Good stuff right there. So while we're watching the Longhorns try to build their roster with David Pierce and getting themselves ready for football. Another big recruiting weekend for the Longhorns on tap uh, coming off of last week's 20-plus. Bringing in the locals. Yeah, they're bringing in more of the Texas prospects this this time around. Longhorns did get commitment two commitments from last week's recruiting weekend. Uh, the safety from Arizona, uh, Santana Wilson, and the uh, young wide receiver, the speedster, the burner, down from uh, the, the San Antonio area. And, yeah, this weekend they're bringing in, I, I believe, Colin, um, the Duncanville pass rusher, Colin Simmons, is coming in. That's the number one defensive player in the country, uh, certainly in the state of Texas, some will say in the country as far as a pass rusher goes. If you saw him play in the state championships last year for Duncanville. Yeah, he can get after it. Dude, that guy's a game wrecker, and he is an unbelievable player. He was, a, he, he was the best player on the field as a junior and uh, really special off the edge. Uh, you know, he can go anywhere he wants in the country. He's going to be at Texas this weekend. We've talked about how Texas really likes these June official visits because there's no game to worry about. You can really get you spend your depth, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, time with the family, time with the players, you know, sell the whole, you know, everything that goes on at UT. Yeah, All, the, kids like, the kids like game day and stuff because they want to know what game day is like around you. But the parents like when there's nothing where your coach can spend time with you and talking to parents. Well, you can always bring them back. They can always they come get, for they, an unofficial. Sure, game. they get here enough. And then the unofficial. I mean, we saw Arch Manning commit in the summer, right? He Arch Manning was here last June for one of the, for the, this one of these weekends, and then they committed in July, uh, pretty soon after that. And uh, you know they're they're hoping something with because some are saying why are you bringing in Colin Simmons so early? Uh, because those are, that's the other thing as a coach and a staff you're not sure of. Is he going to commit before his senior year, or is he going to wait all the way until December? Trying to get a read on that with these players. Colin Simmons is one that's uncertain. Now, the negative side for Texas is that uh, Micah Hudson, the uh, premier offensive weapon in the state this year, the wide receiver from Temple Lake Belton, is not going to come. He was planning to come for an official visit this weekend after going down to College Station for the 7-on-7 championships this weekend uh, to wrap that up. But that apparently he's not going to come. He won't be coming to Austin mm. this weekend. So uh, Texas Tech continues to be the favorite for Micah Hudson. So we'll keep an eye on that story developing. Um, somebody asked on the vessel, missing vessel, what do, you, what do you think the lawyers, the life insurance agents, and the others involved in the money are doing and thinking right now? I hope they're not thinking that right now, but that will become an interesting conversation. With, I mean, got, these are multi-billionaires. What do you think of the, of, the kid with the Game Boy thing trying to bring it up? What do you think, they, what do you think they're thinking? 
they lost that pretty quick into this whole thing. We're going days now. And I think the last check they had, they were running. They're running out of air if they're even sure. still with us. And somebody said there's no current at 13,000 Yeah, feet. no, there's nothing down there. It's just a well, pit well, I mean, and the cracking. I've seen, if you've seen the pictures of the craft, it's not very big. I mean, no. when I keep saying needle in a haystack, I mean, this is a massive haystack. I mean, it is a, it's the North Atlantic Sea. Um, the, it, and it's pitch dark. I mean, the, if they don't have any lights on because there's no power for the vessel, how are you going to, I mean, I know you have lights on the rescue vessels, but man, just to, to come upon that in that situation without some idea of where it might be, that is a massive challenge, uh, to say the least. This says, E, you said something about rich people adventures. 310 people have died trying to climb Mount Everest. And That's a lot it? Of, and a lot of Sherpas. Just this year? Is that just... I feel like more people probably have died from trying to climb Mount Everest. Pretty dangerous exposition. Yeah, I th- that's a lower number than I would have thought. Uh, but I, you don't. What are those? The Sherpas that that assist? They they've lost a lot of those too. Uh, the the people that they, you hire to help you uh, try to climb a, a a peak like that. Dude, I'm not a thrill seeker. I don't even like roller coasters. I like roller coasters. You like those? I I just I don't I'm I don't like. But I've gotten too old for them because now I get like uh, vertigo. When I ride a roller coaster. Oh, do you? When you get off that bad yeah, I've boy? Yeah, that. If I ride a roller coaster and my feet aren't touching the ground, this is such a weird, got old thing. Because like, I used to go grow up going to Astroworld with Season Pass. I'd oh, yeah, with your hands the, up in the oh, air. Man, oh, man. Doing the whole thing now. Go again, go again. When I'm a teenager, uh, middle uh, you know, middle school. And, uh, well, now, if, I, if I'm if i on a roller coaster and my feet are on the ground, it goes okay. It's fine. But now they have all these hanging ones where your feet dangle. Oh. So if I get on a dangling one, I get off and I feel like I'm – Hungover. It's it's really bad. Like it's the worst hangover. You can like something. I got to go sit down for a while, drink a coke or drink a sprite. I can't do it. I can't. So I I'm getting old. Uh, no, I don't mess. No, Six Flags. None of that stuff. You know, I went on the kid little kids roller coaster there. The Six Flags a little wooden deal there is. You know what's amazing about that is I think about how when you're a kid you don't the heat doesn't matter. I mean we talk about all the things we did in the summer. I'm in Houston. Oh, yeah. I mean, we go to the. I mean, you don't even think about it as I a don't, kid. All you did was sleep fo- good. Football practice at the end of the summer, uh, Pop Warner. I go, you're right about that. But as you get older, but I was thinking like I'm 12, 13, no, 14. No, I'm talking like second grade. I remember just dreading, like having no, nothing what, to do what all day? day. Like you're doing this every in the middle of, the of the summer? Every day of the week. In the middle of summer? Yeah. It's training camp, baby. Yeah, see, I've never, I didn't grow up. I didn't up. do that. I didn't. <laughs> we did. Yeah. I, didn't, I grew up. I mean, that's why Westlake's good at football. Well, I mean, I only played one year at Westlake Pop Warner. I was a I was a Southwest dog before that. Isn't Pop Warner in the fall? Yeah, but you start in the, you got, you have start like a in month July. of training. You're talking about like August? You have like a whole month before Okay, I can see games. that in August. I, I, you're right about that. that. See, I didn't grow up in the heat in Pennsylvania. I, I the, the heat here, I just don't, I mean, these kids, when I watch them play football in the summertime here and get ready in preparation just before practice, and, and I then coached here. It's I don't know how you do it. Um, well, I was going to say it's just I, your body. I'm just, just thinking gets used as we're, we're reminiscing on these stories. I, I, yeah, it was hot, but you didn't think about it being hot. Like I, I, oh, I as a kid, I didn't care. I'm going no, in the no, heat. No, I don't when, care. When you say Six Flags, and you're thinking, man, I that I like roller coasters, but damn, it's hot. I don't want to go out to Six Flags in this heat. But I went to Astroworld all the time and stayed there all day long. Yeah, never even thought about it. You get hot, you run over to the water park. Because they had Splash Town or whatever, or Splash whatever, Astro Splash or whatever they called that dang place. Because, uh, yeah, you would always bring your bathing suit or you wear your bathing suit under your shorts and you <laughs> yes. go, run Somebody over there. Said, remember the Rattler and Six Flags, of course. Of course. Uh, Rattler, I, we were the Cyclone. Cyclone. You had the Cyclone? Cyclone was awesome. Uh, the Grease Lightning. 
and you just ride the rides all day. You didn't even think about it being hot. You really didn't. And I mean, it was hot as hell, but you know, drink enough soda and <laughs> run over to the water park and jump in the the uh, the wave pool. No, I get, I have the those big roller coasters. I just have fear. It, it just there's nothing that's cool about it. I see people with their hands up in the air. No, I'm that one in fifty million that come flying out of the roller coaster that you read about. That's what. I, that's the only thing that's on my mind. I'm that guy. Sixty-seven-year-old, as skinny as Victor Wembanyama, came <laughs> out of his roller coaster. And he seat. is landed on him. F one fifty. There he is, right there. Let's show a picture of him right there. There's Bucky right there in the parking lot. That would be me. That's how I. That's how I view those things. I don't. There's nothing about it that when I get on there that I'm thinking this is going to be fun. My whole thing is total fear when I'm on something like that. And the same thing if I'm going to the top of Mount Everest. There's no exhilaration of wait till I de- wait till I defeat this mountain. No, no, it's wait till the avalanche comes as I'm going up. That's how I view that kind of stuff. This is, I only went to Waterworld for that reason. Oh, it's called Waterworld. That's what it was called, right next to Astroworld. Thank you, Astro, Astro Water or whatever. Uh, Waterworld, yeah, because you, you got the season pass for both. When you buy the one, you get the, get the other, and then, and then you could get cooled off. But, uh, yeah, I'm not big on the – I love the coasters, but not right now. Somebody said that Rattler would used to beat the hell out of you. Yeah, slap you around. around. Oh, yeah, slap you all around. And when you're a kid, that's sore. a blast. Oh, man. yeah. If you're not afraid of it, it's like the greatest thing oh. ever. When you're old, you come off that thing sore. My, you know, my, my parents, when we would go, they wanted they want to drive those old cars around. You know, and you're like. <laughs> Bumper cars. No, you know, like the ones that they have where you get in the old model car and you drive around. It goes like a mile an hour. Like, what are we doing? Ty, that's me at the amusement park. I'm bumper car buck. That's it. That's about as exciting as I'm going to get. You like to run into the little girls? Oh, yeah. Hey, come here. Bam, bam. Pin her into the wall. You can't move. You're not going anywhere. It sounded like you were a real good time. Yeah. See, no, I'm not getting real on the big rides. No. Um, it says Waterworld or Splashtown or Death. Yeah, Splashtown was out towards spring. Out by the Goodyear Blimp. They had, a, they had a water park out there south of the woodlands, and we used to go to that, too, occasionally. And none of that stuff for me, either, because I'm the guy who's, you know, the little tunnel thing where the water goes in. I'm the guy that comes over the side of the wa- out of the little tunnel and explodes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think of those things. Those things don't come across to me as all that much fun. Well, the, uh, the, the comparison and parallel to Mount Everest is interesting, because you, you, you consider climbing Mount Everest in that peak is what? 14,000 feet. Oh, yeah. And that the Titanic wreckage is 13,000 feet below sea. So you're trying to go down as far as you're climbing. I mean, it's, that's, 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 that's the challenge here. And but you would want to go in outer space. You said, you've said that numerous times. I was times. thinking You'd about that, that all day yesterday. Like, why would I be, I, I just, when I, and who knows if I actually would if I had the opportunity, would I go into outer space? I feel like I would. I feel like with SpaceX. If you were prepared and everything else, you'd yeah, be ready to SpaceX go. Yeah, SpaceX and all these blue, blue origins and all these space opportunities, if it ever became affordable, enough to do it. I think I would want to just to do it, but I would not do the submersible thing. No. You're no. not going There's underneath there. Something different, something different about going underneath that water. Not, I don't know. Uh, it, it's weird. It, it, and watching too many of those Jaws 6, Jaws 7 <laughs> or something. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, and, I, you know. Uh, all right. So we'll get back to all this. Uh, we will continue. And we'll get back to the stories of, the, of, of Omaha last night with an unlikely hero for the LSU Tigers. Also, TCU Horn Frogs are into the Final Four. Props to uh, Kirk Sarlos and that group. Uh, back to the baseball. NBA draft is tomorrow night. All things we're kicking around on a Get Over the Hump Wednesday on the first day of summer. It's Bucky and Aaron. Well, I'm going to pick up some of these.
these empties, Lord, as soon as I find where they lay. Live music update time with Nick Shuley. Every Wednesday at 8.30, that's a good tune to start it off. Reminds me that I spent the weekend in Nashville, Tennessee, enjoying some good country music. Not that good. Not that good, by the way. <laughs> and I wanted to ask you, Nick Shuley, you've frequented Nashville as well. I'm amazed, and maybe I shouldn't be, but that they have these really talented bands playing all day, every day. And i got to think, who organizes? I mean, how do you get on that list? I mean, because, Buck, you go by these, these, these bars and restaurants and things, and they're playing at like 1030 in the morning. And then there, you go all day long until 2 in the morning, and they, it's different bands and all. There's probably 20, 30 different places where they're playing. That's, that's, that's Hard to get on ama- that schedule, I would Yeah, bet. pretty amazing organization to have all these musicians ready to go when they, you know, somebody's got to organize it. There's got to be some type of organization. The From from the people I know that, that play it, it's, I mean, Nashville's a lot like L.A. It's like you could you could throw a rock and hit an actor, right? Nashville's like that with musicians. Sure. And, and some of my buddies that are there, they and some of them are, Super successful songwriters have written some number ones, and, and they'll go. Uh, they'll say, "Hey, come out tonight at, at six p.m. I'm playing at this bar." But they make really good money, and so you've got some of these huge hitters that are really talented musicians. You don't know that, that they've just... written those hits. They're just like Chris Stapleton was a songwriter before he was a Chris Stapleton, right? Yeah. He wrote a lot of number one songs and was in the Steel Drivers, and then has become Chris Stapleton. Uh, that yeah, that's a that's a lucrative industry running number one hits. Yeah, and a lot of them, but a lot of the a lot of like my buddies will just pick up gigs. It's like, hey, I make a quick buck. I'm just chilling tonight. Let's go. And yeah. even though they've written a big song and they're getting mailbox money off of it, it's fun to do. Go out, play at a bar, and so so a lot of it are are people like that that are kind of hired guns, and then a lot of it are actual bands that are really trying to make it. So that's your chance to get a gig is going one of these cover bands or do things like that. I was trying to keep count. I think Buck, as we bounce from place to place, the song I heard the most was Jolene. Yeah, <laughs> Jolene. Jolene. That, that's fair. Everywhere you go, you're Jolene. I guess. Man, it's such a such a fun town. I I love Nashville. It was good. Gosh, even uh, we stayed at the the Hyatt downtown, um, and even in the lobby between the happy hour, they have these really awesome duos, just really talented people. Uh, it's a, as you say, you can throw a rock and hit an actor. You can throw a rock and hit a hit a musician in Nashville, Tennessee. He is Nick Shuley, the president of the Austin Music Movement. Also doing great work with. Uh, the music industry here in Central Texas, and with the uh, the NIL, right? The Clark Field Collective yes, and all kinds of things. Now, are we on hiatus? I know July 1st is when the new bill, the new law goes in in the state of Texas, uh, House, House Bill or State Bill 2804, which will change the NIL rules. You've connected us with, uh, with uh, one of the lawyers that helped craft this legislation, so we're going to get him on the air to talk about what it means. But you know, it's going to be interesting to see the, the new frontier, an- another addition to the new frontier of the NIL. Yeah, you, you've got two two big kind of movements happening right now, and that that you know House Bill twenty eight hundred four definitely opens things up a lot for the universities, allows allows for participation, and uh, it it was definitely you can tell it was written a lot by by the University of Texas and Texas A and M and the bigger the bigger state schools, and it definitely helps with that. And then you've also got you know the 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 IRS ruling and the or not ruling, I guess it's a it's a letter. So you've got all these things happening in NIL and. Uh, it's it's going to be a fascinating next few months and year and, and on how this goes. But having having that the ability to for the university to give points through the one fund for those things is a game changer. You talk about it, you talk about basically putting their sign of approval or blessing on something. Texas doing that like that that's a big deal to be able to have that and it, it really legitimizes nil for the folks that 
that didn't you know believe in it or things like th- things like that. Yeah, it makes it a little more accessible. And uh, okay, now I get it a little bit. All right, so Nick Shuley is here every week uh, with uh, on a Wednesday at nine thirty with the live music update, where the good shows are, best shows, even diamonds in the rough. Nick also always brings uh, spots on guest lists and tickets to give away, which we'll do uh, coming up. Before we get to that, I need to ask you: Would you at any moment want to get on the vessel that's missing? <laughs> Not, not a chance in the world. I saw a picture of that, and I, I would have been out. I wouldn't get on that ride at Disney World like that. No thanks. You're like Pete. me, you don't like, you don't need that. I mean, I like rides. I like roller coasters. I like that stuff. But, but that in that close of quarters, and you're like, hey, we're gonna do this ride. You're gonna be in here for eight hours with all these these people sitting on top of you. No, no, no I'm out. I'm no, out. and by the way, my trip to the Appalachian Trail with with Zay is not. That's not <laughs> thrill seeking, y'all. That's it's for the ones who told me I wouldn't make it out of Kentucky anyway. So. You I'd be just Man, fine. My, I told you that's on my bucket list is the Appalachian Trail. I might have to come with y'all. Oh, there you go. I, you, we need we need some content on that. People Georgia need to, to film Maine, that. Georgia to Maine the whole way. I love that. Man. Really? Yeah. That's, that's how far it. it is. It's that's absolutely right. Well, which way are you coming from? Cuz I don't think Georgia you're hitting, I don't think you're Maine. hitting Kentucky either. Wow. Way. I don't think it goes through Kentucky. I thought about there's this. A, there's a piece <laughs> of West Virginia, Kentucky, there's Not Kentucky. West no? Virginia for sure. There's, maybe, there's a bunch of hostels in the woods all the way up there. What do you mean, hostels in the woods? <laughs> Makes uh, for it a, it's not it's hit it does hit West Virginia, doesn't it? It does not hit Kentucky. It does hit West Virginia. West Virginia, good okay. Bit. Yeah. And, Same uh, thing. And Virginia, yeah. But you're not getting – don't worry about Kentucky. <laughs> but as far as that Titanic thing goes, man, my Google works fine. My Netflix or whoever has videos of that wreckage, I'm good. I'm good. I'm in. All right, uh, there, Nick. Let's get the uh, the live music week. It's a hot one for sure. So any outdoor shows are going to be uh, be challenging. But uh, uh, what are your what are your favorite shows this week? Well, tonight I definitely head out to see. It's a classic. I could I could list this one every single week. But John D. Graham with his son William Harry's Graham at the Continental Club. That's a great show. And two two very different types of musicians, but just both both worth the watch. I always say if you've have, like we had some family in town yesterday, and you want to get out and see some live music. In the air conditioning Continental Club, you can't go wrong, and that's a good one. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Continental's always I, – I send people to Continental, Saxon, Seaboys, White Horse, somewhere like that. You're going you're gonna to – it's it's like Nashville. You're going to stumble on somebody who's, who's pretty darn good there. Absolutely. Then Thursday night, uh, good buddies of mine and yours, I'm sure, Reckless Kelly. Uh, huge fan, and they're doing, they're doing four straight nights at that's gonna Green be hot. Hall. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that'll, that, that'll definitely uh, – Definitely bring a fan with you on that if they let those in. But, yeah, four straight nights sold out of that. So if you don't have a ticket, you probably have to get on one of those those secondary markets. Yeah, Green Hall, it's cool. And that's where you can float the river if you wanted to have a nice dinner and go see uh, Willie and Cody and the gang from Reckless Kelly. That's uh, four straight nights through this weekend. Love that starting Thursday night. And then a real, night, real nice uh, live music Friday night. Yeah, big big night on Friday. Kid Rock at the, movie, at the Moody Center with the, the No Snowflakes Tour. Love the title of that one. And then this this one's for Ty. I, I, we already talked about it. The Dirty Heads are playing at Whitewater with uh, G Love and Special Sauce and Yellow Wolf. And what, are the, what are the Dirty Heads, Ty? It's a little beach music, you Ooh. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little little reggae vibe. <laughs> it would be good, good by the water. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> for sure. And that's then, at Whitewater down there, also in New Braunfels. Yeah, and then uh, at uh, on Friday still flock of seagulls at at Emos for for you big '80s fans as well as S- Strange Love, which is a supposedly the number one ranked Depeche Mode tribute band is opening that uh, flock so, of seagulls. Yeah, um, I can't even remember what their hit was, but they they had one. Is it I, I, I 
I just knew I, they had really crazy hair, like really swoop yes, hair I back then, the, the blonde swoop. I, I ran, and I ran, oh, yeah. and oh, I yeah. ran so far away. Mm, that's, um, that's a hit. And the hair was big. Yeah, that was an 80s hit for sure. And they're playing Emos. Correct. Yeah, and then on that same night, John, Johnny Nicholas is playing the the Saxon Pub, and we, we'll talk about that giveaway a little later. But I didn't realize this about Johnny Nicholas. He owns the Hilltop Cafe outside of Fredericksburg, which if you haven't been there, it's a gas station converted venue cool. restaurant. I had no idea. And he's he's doing a show at the Saxon on uh yeah, on Saturday on Friday night, sorry. Very cool. And then uh, we'll have some tickets to give away to that show. Johnny Nicholas at Saxon on Friday night. And then the O four Center's got a good one Friday night too. Yeah, Beat Root Revival, who are a local band via England and Ireland. They they've transplanted to to Austin. It's it's some really, really nice, easy listening Americana folk music. That's it's worth checking out and especially in that in that venue. It's a it's a nice sound there. And then Saturday, another good uh, good run. Oh yeah, we're bringing uh, co- cocaine country dancing is coming to the Whitewater. Mr. Paul Cawthon, uh, aka Big Velvet. He, he, if you haven't seen Paul, you need to get out and see him. It's a uh, he, he's got a Waylon type of sound, but he is a, uh, a probably a bigger personality than he even is a musician, and he is uh, he is a really good musician. So he's he's playing Whitewater with the Greyhounds. Be a good one, and then uh, Mohawk on Saturday. Yeah, Brownout are playing Mohawk. Who uh, for the Black Pumas fans? That's a- one of Adrian Casada's projects. And Brownout are kind of some all stars that were from Grupo Fantasma. Does Latin funk, and and the Mohawk will be hot. But man, that's I just I couldn't love a venue more than that spot. Absolutely, and then uh, Scoot in over East Side. Yeah, and Austin's best up and coming alternative rock band, in my opinion, Nightcap. They're playing the Scoot on Saturday. Uh, yep. And I haven't heard this name in a while, but Saxon Pub with tickets to give away on Saturday. Yeah, Malford Milligan. The the if you if you ever went out to the old Steamboat with uh, Storyville, et cetera, Malford Malford's the lead singer of that band. And what a vocalist! Oh mm. man, he has got some pipes. And he's still going, huh? Yeah, still doing it. Saxon Pub. We'll have some tickets to give away to that and the Friday night show at Saxon. Appreciate them for that uh, coming up. Also, uh, my well, look at look at Sunday. There you go. Yeah, Sunday the Pixies are at the Moody Amphitheater outdoors. Another, another hot one, but you know Frank Black and the crew will be will be playing that one. Uh, what night is that? That's Sunday night. Sunday night. Moody Amphitheater with the Pixies. It's tough, tough to go to a concert on Sunday. Night. Are you Pixies fans? <laughs> and then get in here Pixies. for the quick turnaround. That. Uh, and then uh, two times at uh, on Sunday and Monday at ACL Live. Yeah, I had to dig in a little bit on this one because I, I I hadn't been following Radiohead in a long time, and I guess they they have an, a new project. Uh, Tom York and Johnny Greenwood, the guitarist, have a new project called The Smile, and they'll be playing two straight nights at ACL Live. Awesome. All right, there you go. And then also a good good run on good run on Monday here to start the summertime. Yeah, solid mid nineties rock reunion here with uh Bare Naked Ladies, Semisonic, and Delamitri at the Bass Concert Hall. All right, and uh two more, one more Monday night, one more Tuesday night. Yeah, what Monday night waves and cloud nothings, who are two really solid indie rock bands, are playing at the Mohawk. Another another great show at the at the Hawk. And then on Tuesday night, Dirty Nil is at Parish, and they're another really good indie rock band out of Canada. There you go. Uh, so there's the, the live music rundown. We'll try to get that posted up. But we've got tonight with uh, 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 with the show at the Continental Club and then Reckless Kelly for four nights out at uh, Green Hall. I'll have to check in with Willie and see and Cody and those guys and uh, get that room cranking up. But you've got stuff all weekend long. Good stuff right there with uh, Nick Shuley and the live music update. Uh, Ty, let's go ahead and do this now and give away the spots. If you would like to be at the Friday show at Saxon Pub to see Johnny Nicholas, 
uh, or the Saturday night show to see Malford Milligan at Saxon Pub. We've got two spots, and thank you to, to uh, Nick for organizing that with the folks at Saxon Pub on South Lamar. Uh, 447-3776. Ty, you'll decide who gets what. Don't call if you can't go Friday or Saturday night to the Saxon Pub, or certainly if you find out you can't go after you win them, give them to somebody so someone gets to see that show this weekend. Live music in the live music capital of the world. Thank you, Nick. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate your help. As always, we'll be back. Be any on the horn. It's Bucky and Aaron. Coming up top of the hour, Craig Way will take the reins with Cameron Parker. Jeff Howe continues his Disney vacation. Speaking of that, as we're talking about thrill rides and amusement parks and daredevil stuff, our man uh, Craig just said he got a text from Jeff Howe. They just got out of uh, Space Mountain. Space Mountain. Mountain. Space Mountain. Man, good times. Good times. And we were talking about Astroworld and uh, the Texas Rattler down in San Antonio. Their buck is a picture of the... Uh, the that does not look... What, what part of that it looks fun? Well, I've told you, we, we did a trip where we went from Cleveland... We went to, went to Ohio to see my family. And then we drove... Because if you drive west out of Cleveland, headed towards Chicago or Indiana border, you go to... There's a... There's a how you need to do this at some point. I always say, people, it's not, you know, why would you ever go to Cleveland? Well, you can go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you yes. go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame about 45 minutes away, and then if you go west from Cleveland, you can go to a place called Cedar Point, which is the roller coaster fan mecca. If you love roller coasters, it's where they have the best, and that's a picture book of the Millennium Force. Which it just is, looks like a mountain. <laughs> and it, it is the like highest. a peak of a mountain. It is unbelievable, uh, and I've been on that ride. And By the way, is, we've found out that going to Hilltop Cafe. Uh, yeah, not Hilltop. The the when you were talking about climbing Mount Mount Everest, twenty nine thousand. Yeah, I had that a little wrong. Twenty nine thousand <laughs> feet. Mount Everest is twenty nine thousand feet, not fourteen, fifteen, as I said. But uh, yes, it's a it's a high peak. But Man. not doing that. Nope. Not doing it. Ty, did we get uh, Ty? Did we get some winners for our Saxon Pub shows? Uh, yes, Steve won the Saturday shows. Steve. and Rag, Rex. There you go. There you go. Well, make sure you're there. Have your ice cold Bud Lights and enjoy that live music update brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official domestic beer partner of the Texas Longhorns, the Texas X's, the Texas OU game, and summer in the ATX, which has officially begun today. Craig Way also mentioned with uh, Nick Shuley that he's been to that Hilltop Cafe outside Fredericksburg and gives it a big thumbs up, huge thumbs up, and uh, says it's an absolute blast. Great food as well, but it's about 11 miles north of Fredericksburg. Mm -hmm. We're going to find that. And Johnny Nicholas who Nick mentioned, owns it. Um, Craig said he's seen him there and said he's really good. And if he weren't going on vacation, he'd be going to see that show at Saxon Pub on Friday night. So there you go. That's good stuff right there. Appreciate Nick Shuley. Uh, and the live music update always leads to good conversations and fun. And uh, a yeah, flock of seagulls. Remember that tune back from the 80s? You were, you were probably not into You're the 70s guy, 60s, yeah, I'm 70s. 70, more 70s, yeah. 80s was a bad time in music history. What? Worst yeah. era. I mean, I would agree with that are. historically, but I lived it. So, man, give me some. Because <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, you lived it. Well, those are the you know it's when Michael Jackson hit the scene, and I mean, he was on the scene with the Jackson Five previously, but he became a um, you know Michael Jackson and solo artist. Solo artist. I'm trying to think, my favorite my favorite bands of the '80s were, <sighs> gosh, Stop. Motley Crue. <laughs> Motley Crue, my favorite. Billy Idol. I like the Police. Billy Idol. I did. I, I did like, like the, police. the Police a lot. Yes, like the police quite a bit, uh, but yes, it was about it, I mean, the eighties were all about like individual acts: Michael Jackson, Madonna, Prince, uh, all, White Snake, uh, White Snake. Well, that was the video. Man, that was Tony. Never Kitane. forget that. And I did like White Snake, but that video was something else. Def Leppard really hit the night. It was never a huge Def Leppard fan, but 
Uh, they were really good. Journey in the 80s, Buck. Journey of the Supergroup, not bad. In the Guns 80s. and Roses, too. Uh, late I, 80s into 90s with yeah. Guns and Roses. Uh, GNR, because I was in high school by then, for sure. Okay, so, uh, Buck, we've got, uh, we've got baseball today. Baseball today uh, at, up in Omaha. Florida and TCU will play that first game. Is that the 1 o'clock game? That's the 1 o'clock game today. I think I, I have this right. That is today. And then the Wake Forest LSU game will be tonight. Uh, this will be really good. Uh, this is this is it. The final four of college baseball is just that. Florida, TCU, Wake Forest, LSU. Uh, obviously, Wake and Florida can punch their ticket to the championship with a victory. Uh, TCU and LSU need to win two ball games uh, to get there. And uh, that was by virtue of the games last night, which TCU won six to one or yesterday, and then last night with LSU. And that that's what makes the 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 Wake Forest game really interesting because LSU got that six inning start from a kid who had never started. And you talk about a shot in the arm. It, and they only had oh to use goodness. two pitchers to beat Tennessee five nothing. And so now they're, they. Because if they, they they feel like if they can get to Thursday, which would mean they have to win this game and go to the the, the elimination game tomorrow, they could get back to Paul Skeens, uh, you know, the number one prospect. Uh, he'd be on full major league rest. He wouldn't be on his full like uh, you know during the season rest, but he'd be for you know, he'd be on five days rest like a major league pitcher would be. And they think that maybe they could get to him, so they can use kind of the Johnny Allstaff idea today. Now Wake Forest is in the advantage; they didn't have to play yesterday, nor did did Florida. And uh, so they should be a, the fresher team, but uh, looking uh, looking good. This says, uh, is the 80s worse than music now? No. Uh, yes. Yes, because I, I feel like at least you have some options now. And uh, I would, I mean, I'm, now I'm a 50-year-old guy, so it's different for me. But Did you like Kissy back in the day? Yes. I've told you this Kiss story, though. When we were kids, I have an older brother who's not even, we're like eight, Irish twins. And so we, he was a huge Kiss fan. He's older than me. So we used to have a Fisher-Price record player in which we would play Kiss oh, albums. Nice. Yeah, like one of those, like, it would, it would fold up like a briefcase. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we used to play Kiss albums on that. And um, Speaker right there. Yeah, the little old speaker. And my brother would, because would, uh, my, my Uncle Tim would, and, he, they, and my cousin, Sean, they'd go buy records. And, you know, Kiss became a big one early. And. Uh, I, I, we'd have, we'd had a rock band in the attic buck and I'd be Ace Freely. Nice. I'd be Ace Freely or try to be Ace Freely, but uh, yeah, was a Kiss fan. So baseball tonight, uh, also this afternoon, the Astros will play the Mets and wrap up that series. The Rangers who are probably still pretty dang mad about the way that game went last night. Uh, they'll play the uh, White Sox again on the South side of Chicago. So there is some pretty decent sports today and namely the final four of college baseball. A little different than the Final Four of college basketball, but same thing. You're down to the last four teams that can win the national championship. So that's pretty cool. Good conversations this morning for sure as we've cranked this thing up and uh, talked missing vessels, billionaire daredevils. Say a prayer for those folks. Please do. Please do. Also, if you got into some good Texas baseball transfer news and conversation, Tyreek Hill smacking people in the head. Come on, Tyreek. Allegedly. Bucky survived his golf outing. Absolutely. Proud of you. Be careful. Right, I'm be careful of that action. Any wagers tonight or what? Uh, I'm taking Florida. Sorry, TCU. Um, and then there's a lot of early action baseball today. I like Chicago over Pittsburgh and the old man Rich Hill on the mound for the Pirates. Uh, 42 years old. Oldest oldest starting pitcher. I did not know Rich Hill was still pitching. Yep. Man. 
Okay, so uh, good good stuff today. We'll do it again tomorrow. Of course, a buck off Thursday brought to you by the Austin Gamblers. Make sure you're getting your buck offs in. You have a great uh, opportunity to have tickets to see the Austin Gamblers in late August with your best buck off of the day or the week. Always be delivering those to us on our Twitter pages. More details on that at hornfm.com. Also at that website, Buck, if you missed any part of the show today, you can go back and hear it on the podcast. That's always there for you. Uh, and don't forget to get those Coke Fest t- tickets because you're not getting them from Ty. Or me. Or me. There you go. Coke Fest, K-O-K-E-F-E-S-T. Coke Fest is coming up in August. Everybody have a wonderful Wednesday. Light the Tower with Jeff and Cam coming next. Chad and Zay through your midday. Rodden Hards this afternoon with Ball Don't Lie. We'll talk to you 6 a.m. tomorrow morning on a Buck Off Thursday here on B&E.